Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's week five, session four of the 5K plan, and this is going to be a bottom tier session. Now what we're going to do is two 19 minute intervals with one and a half minutes rest in between. However, those 19 minute intervals are going to be kind of going up and down a pyramid. So what you're going to do, now strap in for this one. Four minutes at 18 strokes per minute and your pace will be 2k plus 20. Then three minutes at 20 strokes a minute and your pace will be 2k plus 18. Then two minutes at 22 strokes a minute and 2k plus 16. And then one minute at 24 strokes a minute and 2k plus 12. And then you're going to go back down the pyramid again, sort of reversing going 2, 3, 4 again. Now the whole point here is that it is going to stay a bottom tier, okay? This shouldn't really go near the mid-tier workout. If you do find yourself getting near a mid-tier workout, then please back off a couple of seconds, especially for the second interval. If you know you've worked a little bit too hard in the first one, then maybe recalibrate your pacing by a couple of seconds slower in the second interval, because it's important you keep this bottom, okay? This is just about getting your system built. It's not about making you a super fast, amazing rower in this session. The other sessions are the ones that do that for you okay so let's get started with our four minute warm-up now remember set up your machine first now I always start at the drag factor so set that to how you like it remember I've got a video on YouTube that you can watch which tells you about drag factor and kind of gives you a few tips where to set it then go to your monitor and set it to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down and then finally for your foot straps set them so that they cover the bottom lace in your shoe or if you're in socks like me they just let you hinge comfortably forwards at the front there we go, spiel over. So warm up four minutes, 18 strokes a minute, and I'll walk you through, or talk you, or row you through the various changes that we'll do, okay? So here we go in three, two, one, go. So one stroke, kind of every three and, a, three and a third seconds if you really want to be precise. But the point right now is that you're not worrying about pace, okay? So all I want you to do is hold 18 strokes a minute, which you can do by following along with me, either watching me on the video or if you're on the podcast. Just listen out for the lovely whoosh of the concept to Doesn't matter what machine you're on, just listen out for my whoosh. And you'll be at 18 strokes a minute. And just keep moving. Don't worry too much about pace. I just want you to just start to get everything ready for today's workout. I mean, it's not a tough workout, so. But it's still important for you to be nice and warm for it. So in this second minute of the warm-up, <coughs> Excuse me, I seem to be losing my voice. In the second minute of the warm-up, just think a little bit about technique, but only as far as making sure you're driving off with the legs and you've got nice straight arms as you do so. We'll cover the rest of the 
body angles and stuff during the main row. But for now, just think about pushing the machine away with your feet and nice straight arms as you pick up the flywheel. So in 10 seconds, we'll take one of our feet out of the foot straps and stick on the floor. Last stroke, so foot out on the floor, carry on rowing. So just kind of rock forwards onto the ball of your foot on the one that's down, then over your heel as you continue to drive with a leg that's still connected to the machine. Your technique shouldn't really change much. It might even improve because your flexibility is a bit easier. Last stroke on this leg. Swap your legs. There we go. Continue rowing on the other leg. Just feel for how that compression at the front feels slightly different when you've got one leg in versus two. But at the same time, make sure you don't over lean at the front of the machine because you can. One more stroke. I put both feet into the straps, straight legs with a light bend to your knees and just use your body and your arms to continue the stroke. So rocking through your hips, back and forwards with your body and pulling in at the end of the stroke with your arms. Get those arms away, rock forwards, rock backwards, arms in, arms away, rock forwards. There's a tongue twister. Okay, one more stroke. Let's do the reverse. So roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and drive out with the legs. Don't worry too much about how far you drive. This is all about that point to the front of the machine when you pick up the flywheel, just as you kind of catch it here. This is why it's called the catch. So I want you to hit it before your butt scoots back. Try not to over lean, I think I just did. Come in naturally and press with your legs. And we're all done. Should probably told you that little tidbit about not leaning at the beginning rather than the end of that 30 seconds. But anyway, have a quick drink, move up and down the rail and I'll quickly go through one more time what it is that we're doing today. Okay then, so we're doing a rate and stroke pyramid. Starting at four minutes, then three, two, one, and then back up to two, three, four. Your stroke rates are gonna go uh, 18, 20, 22, 24, then 22, 20, 18 again. And your pace is gonna go 2K plus 20, then 18, then 16, then plus 12. And then you're gonna go back at the other end of the ladder. Now you'll notice that the uh, 24 strokes a minute is at 2K plus 12, so it's slightly faster than if you were just following at two seconds a piece. That's just because 24s work better at 2K plus 12. It's just kind of kind of a, the way the physiological system and the monitor and the moon rises and the wolf howls. It's magic, baby. It's just how it works. It's quantum, baby. It's quantum, baby. <laughs> There's only be a select few of you will understand why I'm saying it's quantum, baby. If you do, in fact, today's hashtag is it's quantum baby. I'm, I'm calling it at the beginning of this workout. Let's hope that drink can save my voice. I don't quite know where my voice has gone. But hey, <clears throat> if I'm all gravelly, then... So, 
bottom to your workout. We're starting at 18 strokes a minute for the first four minutes and our pace is going to be 2k plus 20. I will call out all of the stroke and pace changes as we get through this, so don't you worry about it, okay? So here we go in three, two, one, go. So we're continuing with 18 strokes a minute, which is what we've just done the warm up at. Which is good, because you'll have that rhythm locked in by now. <laughs> Don't worry if you haven't. Talking more to myself there. So, the challenge for me, as being I've set this as just two 19 minute intervals, is to try and remember when we're changing our stroke rates and pace. I don't think I've got to do any complicated maths today, so... And apologies that there's no erg zone overlay, but once again, failure to charge my Fire HD thing that I run it on. But I can tell you, right now I'm at 2k plus 20, so I'm at 205. So my 2k average pace is 145. So plus 20 means 205. Hopefully, though, as being we're in week five of the training plan, you should know about training pace and stuff like that, but maybe you're just dipping into this workout as a one-off. You have no idea what I'm referring to as 2K training pace. Still is a bit strange thinking 2K all the time, but it, for these kind of bottom end, then 2K plus is kind of the same as a 5K plus 15. Which is why I had that in brackets within the, the pace guide at the front. Anyway. So we're coming up for two and a half minutes into this first interval and I've yet to start hammering technique info at you. I'm obviously losing my <laughs> my sharpness. I should have been on it. Technique, technique. But we'll get into that in a second. Right now I just want to make sure that you're happy rowing at 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 20. So when I got one minute left of this interval, so let's just keep on thinking about driving with our legs. So drive, come into the front, push the machine away with your legs. Push, and you really should feel that surge from your legs is that power goes up through your body and into the handle. If you don't feel like the power is coming from your legs, there's a good chance your technique is 
got a little bit of a glitch to it. So we'll go through body position and stuff as we do this transition into the three minutes. So in two more strokes, we're going up to 20 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 from now. So one stroke every three seconds. Remember 2K plus 18 is 5K plus 13. I want you to start thinking about your 5k pace from now on if you have it. If you only have a 2k pace, that's fine. But wherever your 5k pace is, I want you to go 18 seconds slower than that average pace. Unless it feels really tough, in which case I want you to go slower. So, legs driving from the front. The important thing to get that to happen right is your body angle. So, you need to be leaning forwards and holding that forward lean in order for the power to travel from your legs through your body and into the handle. It's as simple as that. If you swing your back back too soon, and actually if you pull your arms in too soon, you are cutting off that power from transferring out from your legs. You're either fighting against it with your arms or you're just taking it through the lower back and not putting it into the machine. So forward lean, hold it as you drive with the legs, then as those legs are uh, almost finished the drive, that's when you swing back your back and then finish with the arms pulling in. So let that power course through your legs, up through your body and into the handle. Feel that surge, hear the machine accelerate as your legs put in that power. Okay, so in four strokes, we're going up to 22 strokes a minute and 2K plus 16. One more. So here we go, 22. It's not much of an increase. You're not going lightning fast here for stroke rate or pace. Because remember, this is meant to be a bottom tier workout. So you're just meant to be adding a little bit of stroke rate increase, which automatically makes you go faster. Because 
in order to go two strokes faster you have to put in a tiny bit more of a push from your legs and then as you're doing two strokes a minute more than before it means you're squeezing them in and that's what kind of contributes to an extra two seconds over each 500 meter that it's calculating it for. I know it could be a bit confusing, sorry. Kind of, I almost got lost in myself there. Okay, but only 30 seconds left at this stroke rate and pace. And then we'll go down to one minute at 24 and 2K plus 12. So a tiny bit faster than the pyramid we're doing. It's not a fluid curve. Okay, two more strokes. One more. Here we go. So 24 and 2K plus 12. Let the power come from your legs. Don't assume that it's about pulling harder with your arms, because it's not. It's about push harder. Explode out the front with a good push of the machine. Get that machine away from you with a forward lean and let that power get right up and into the machine through the handle. Okay, four strokes to go. Two, last one. And now we're back to 22 again and 2K plus 16. So now we just gradually come back down the other side of the pyramid. That single minute at 24 shouldn't really have done anything to take it out of you. It should hopefully just have given you a slight kind of zing to your muscles. After all, like I say, apart from the boost that you have to do to go from plus 16 to plus 12, as you go from 22 to 24, this is all quite linear, where the stroke rate just correlates with your pace. So continue with that leg drive. Really try and hold that forward lean and make sure that the forward lean is coming from your hips, not from your lower back. So I don't want you to round in at the front and sag as you go to the front. I want a nice powerful posture. And then you just hinge forwards through the hips 
and then hinge back at the end for your layback. Okay, 10 seconds to go. We're gonna go down to 20 strokes per minute. So two more strokes. One more. Here we go. 20 strokes per minute. 2K plus 18. 5K plus 13. Depending on what figure you're using. And like I said, if you have a 5K training pace, please use that in the 5K plan rather than using your 2K. The 2K pace extrapolates quite well to a 5K, but it is a bit of a cookie cutter figure that doesn't quite cut the cookie for everybody. So it's much better to do a 5K time trial, work out your average 500 meters, and use that as your 5K training pace, rather than doing a 2K time trial, and then just adding five seconds to your average time for that 2K. So I'm hoping you've been thinking about your back rock and it hinging forwards and then backwards, then forwards, then backwards and then forwards, then backwards and then forwards. I could keep that up all day, you know. If it weren't for the fact that I'm now quite out of breath from not taking in a breath. And then posture, make sure at the front of the machine that you're sitting forwards on your sit bones rather than with your hips tucked under you. I want you primed, ready at the front of the machine, leaning forwards on your sit bones and then rocking over those hips and then forwards right back onto those sit bones again. Ready with a braced core at the front for that leg drive to power you backwards and then the power flows into that machine whatever one you're using. It's the same idea no matter what row machine you're using just the noises it makes and the looks. Right, two more strokes. One more and then we're back down to 18 again. Here we go. 18 strokes a minute. 2k plus 20 or 5k plus 15. And this is you like, this one's like landing a plane you're just gliding into a finish. But just because you're rowing slowly doesn't mean that you're just tickling the machine with poor technique. You still have to put in pretty much the same amount of leg power at this stroke rate 
as you do when you're at 22 strokes a minute and 2k plus 16. It's just your stroke rate is slower. So you still need to think about your forward lean and that leg drive surging backwards. Your big blue fireball whoosh grows ready for the back end of the stroke for you to release it. Whoosh, release. Okay. I do like my blue fireball. Obviously, there's a lot more to discuss about technique, which we will do after the rest, because I don't want to give you too much at this stage and confuse you or make you not concentrate on the bits I'm saying. So really right now, just think about your back and your posture. Push, finish with a good strong posture too. Rocking from one o'clock on the clock face at the front of the machine to 11 o'clock at the back. Try not to overdo it at either end. Try not to lean with your lower or upper back into the front of the machine. You don't want to do this. Okay, so hinge forwards. Nice, powerful posture. Arms relaxed. And that's enough. If you over lean, bend from the upper or lower back, that can cause huge power leaks. Either because your butt scoots away from you before you start the drive, or because you can't get that transfer of the power up from your legs, through your body and into the handle. So nice, powerful. Gaze straight forwards. It can be boring to look at the monitor, but actually keeping the monitor at eye height right in front of you and looking at the timer kind of keeps your posture up. If you're gazing at the bottom of the machine, you instantly roll forwards and slump. If you're gazing up at the roof, you kind of tend to break that back too quick. We don't want to do that. Right, four strokes to go. Three, two, last stroke, one. There you go, so that really shouldn't have been too tough. You'll be, I mean, you'll be sweating, much like I am. You'll be a little bit out of breath. Your legs might feel kind of a little bit buzzy, but they shouldn't feel as though you've just rode a time trial. Thirsty? And once you've had a, a good drink, just maybe just bend your knees up and down, just to keep rolling up and down the, the seat, just to 
really just keep your muscles active and your legs. Don't really want your, the blood that's got into them from that last interval to just pool in your muscles. Don't think they actually just pool, but you get what I mean. You want to keep your system working. You want your heart rate to recover, but you don't want it to be down at resting again when your body thinks it's all done because you're about to go into another 19 minutes. So exactly the same again in this 19 minutes. Four, three, two, one, two, three, four. Okay, and the same stroke rates change. But I hope you'll agree that that was a fast 19 minutes because of these changes, it keeps it interesting. <sighs> okay, so 10 seconds to go. Pick up your handle. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So same again, just 18 strokes a minute for four minutes. This really does give you a chance to focus on where the power is coming from. I mean, if you are in a concept two, then maybe switch it to the power curve, the force curve instead. Or whatever, if your machine has a force curve, it doesn't matter if it's concept two or not. Switch it to that. And just take a look and see how even a curve you're able to get from your stroke. I mean, ideally, you want a sharp up and then, well, absolutely ideally you want a sharp up, straight line and then sharp down again because that's kind of maximum power, but that'll never happen. So you just want a sharp slope upwards and then as consistent a dome as possible and then comes back down again. If you see any hiccups in your force curve, what it usually means is you're not transferring the power. It's like you're stabbing at the front of the machine and then jolting your back and then yanking those hands in or you're pulling too soon on the handle and so you don't have the power at the back of the stroke so it has a little hiccup at the hiccup at the end of the stroke instead so you can get a smooth curve it at least means that the power is flowing from one stage to another that you're going from leg to back to arms it's quite handy to look at and you can go on just I mean google rowing force curves and you'll see many 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 different curves and explanations of what that means in terms of where the power is coming from. Often you'll find lightweights and heavyweights will have different curves because of how to get the power in. But it's well worth, if you're interested in it, switching your machine. Just a second button down on the performance monitor changes it to force curve and you can keep an eye on it. So we're three minutes in, one more minute to go in this interval before we change up to 20 strokes a minute and the pace to 2k plus 18 
but like I said, if at any point this feels tough and that you've moved anywhere near out of bottom tier, apart from maybe that one minute at the halfway point, if you feel you're going too fast, back off a couple of seconds. This is meant to be a very low engine building vital row. Okay, four strokes to go. Three, two, last stroke coming up. One, so up to 20 strokes a minute. Here we go. And 2K plus 18, so like I keep saying, just let the increase in stroke rate be what guides your pace increase. It's not about pulling harder with the arms. It's about pushing harder with the legs. Increasing your stroke rate by having a slightly faster drive speed backwards here. Letting the body still recover. Remember that recovery starts with your arms going away from you. So arms out, arms out, so in, out. Same pace you come in at, go straight back out at, in, out. And as your arms go straight, you're engaging that forward lean from your back. And then once your arms are forwards and your lean is forwards and your hands are past your knees, that's the point when you bend your knees and roll to the front of the machine. And so there shouldn't really be any effort needed to get into the front of the machine once your arms and body are forwards. If you think you're pulling yourself with your legs off the foot straps, something wrong with your technique. It's likely to be you're not getting this hip rock forwards and that you're trying to slide while your back is rounded at the back of the machine, which you don't want. Nice, powerful posture at the back of the stroke to soak up all that momentum at the back of the stroke. Well, not all, but because hopefully most of it has gone into the handle, but that powerful posture will just stop you. Braced stomach muscles. That'll give you a six pack. Five strokes to go, then we're up to 22. Three, two, one. 22 strokes a minute, 2K plus 16, 5K plus 11. I'm just barking numbers at you now, aren't I? Just 
just enough stroke rate to speed you up. I'm only doing this for two minutes and then that one minute at 24, which shouldn't really take it out of you too much. After all, it's only one minute. But make sure as you go up through the stroke rates that you continue to think about your back and continue to think about driving from your legs. Always think about the power coming from your legs. Even though your back and arms also give you power, if you can focus on that push from your legs with a forward lean, then the rest of the power from the stroke kind of takes care of itself. You do need to think about pulling your arms into a finish. You don't just limp them in, but most of the stroke does take care of itself as long as you think about driving the legs. Okay. Few more strokes and then we're up to 24. So one more. Here we go at 24. And 2K plus 12. Just let your legs put in that power. Remember if it's feeling too tough. Don't worry, just hold a pace where it's comfortable. But do think about your legs. Just plant those heels down and push through. Feel that surge up through your body. Grow your fireball. Okay, three more strokes, two, last one, and back down to 22 again, there we go. Often it can feel a little sticky, these stroke rate slowdowns, where you end up going too slow, but just Keep an eye on your monitor and make sure you hit your stroke rate as soon as possible. Keeping that leg drive, nice, relaxed, straight arms at the front of the machine. Relaxed shoulders, <coughs> hands nice and loose fingers holding the handle as though they're just hooking over it and it's just a conduit for power at the front of the machine it's not about bending your elbows and 
pulling, fighting against the machine right from the start. It's just hang on, pull. Hang on, pull. And actually, to get that hanging right and your leg drive and back lean right, what you'll find is your backside will become lighter on the seat, not taken off, but just a little lighter. Okay, three more strokes, and we're back to 20 strokes a minute. One more, here we go, 20 strokes a minute, and 2k plus 18. 5k plus 13. It shouldn't really take too long for you to hit your stroke rate, especially if you're watching me. Just roll along with me. Might waver from time to time, that's fine. Usually, the waiver is down to the monitor rather than you. But if you don't hit your stroke rate within three or four strokes, it's usually you. Remember, the handle you really want to travel back and forth across a pretty even height. So, neutral height to the front of the machine and then back to your sternum and then straight back out again. And that should keep the chain round about level. That's what you want. If you're uh, on the water rower, there's a good chance you're the kind of rower who drops the handle down, up, down, up, down, up, down, as though to emulate the blades coming out the water and then back in, out, but the concept too, you don't really need to do that because we're not on water, baby. It may help with your timing. It may actually help with your body position. Me, I find the back up tends to throw my back backwards too soon. I'm already leaning backwards because I'm raising the handle. Okay, five more strokes, and then we're back to our last chunk. Two, last stroke. Okay, 18 strokes a minute. 2K plus 20, 5K plus 15. And let's just see our home. 
not much point talking technique now. Just try and concentrate on what I've told you. Try and hit that catch at the front of the machine while the same way we practice in the warm-up. Just pick it up without a butt scoot or <clears throat> a massive power leak. And make sure that if you're starting to feel a bit ropey, a bit like this is entering mid-tier territory, then make sure to back off a couple of seconds. Especially on this four minute chunk, it's more important that you just cruise into home. It's almost like this is your cool down to be honest. I am looking forward to two things. One, a drink, maybe maybe some honey and lemon or something. I've not got a cold or anything, I just seem to have somehow lost my voice. I've been talking a lot the past couple of days, I suppose. But, yeah, a drink and then dinner tonight is a baked potato. I don't think I've had a baked potato for dinner after any of my rows on this channel so far. So we have a new meal. It's not pasta. It's not a veggie dinner. It's a baked potato with tuna and salad. Maybe some wakabi. and some cheese. That'd be nice. And then that'll hopefully set me up nicely energy-wise for session five, which will be the end of the 5k plan. And then it's up to you to decide when to plan out. Oops, crikey. Oh well. Hashtag handle slip again. Oh, yeah. So much for me saying a loose grip will stop you getting sweaty and slippy. But yeah, it's up to you to plan out when you want to do a 5k time trial, but hopefully the past five weeks training has you both mentally and physically prepared for it. So you're kind of eager to do it so you can find out how much you've improved. But just be sure to take a break of at least a day after session five and either do it the day after or do a couple of maintenance sessions and then do it. Two strokes to go. There we go. I wonder if I can edit out that handle slip. Unlikely. So there we go. That was a simple 38 minutes worth of rowing. A little bit pyramided to keep it interesting and a little bit chat about technique. 
and a voice that seems to be somewhere over there because it certainly isn't anywhere near here. So anyway, we'll kick into a two minute cool down and I'll talk away to you oh, during that. Come on, just roll. Okay, so in three, two, one, go. So I hope you're enjoying this tail end of the 5K plan. Or if this is a standalone workout and you're not doing it as part of the plan, I hope it worked for you as a, a nice bottom tier, <clears throat> steady state base building workout. Maybe you want to check out the rest of the plan, you never know. But regardless, make sure and check out the rest of the videos on the channel. Subscribe, click the little bell to make sure you get notified when I add another video. Uh, still undecided what to do directly after the 5k plan. I might just jump straight, straight into another one, which is likely to be a 500 meter plan for like four weeks. And then, yeah, I was thinking of doing a couple of longer rows in between, but I might just do the four week 500 meter as prep for the British Rowing Indoor Championships. Yeah. So yeah, subscribe, click the bell, leave me a comment. And if you want to prove to me you're paying attention, then remember the hashtag is it's quantum baby. And you get extra points if you tell me why I'm saying it's quantum baby. Uh, yeah. And then if you're listening to this on the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, all that stuff. Get in touch, let me know that you whether you enjoyed it, whether you think it works as a podcast rather than a video. It's a few times I say look at that for like stroke technique, but it's right after describing it, so hopefully you understand what I'm saying. And plus you can come back and check the video if you like. I wonder what you look like. That's my two-minute cool-down cooled. Uh, yeah, so I'm done. I'm not going to do a big long outro because my voice is getting thinner and softer and everything. And uh, I don't know how irritating. Is it going to be even more irritating than normal when it sounds like this? Or is it actually going to be? Who knows? But anyway, thank you so much for doing session four of week five. Apologies for the delay in these last sessions. And do me a favor, give your mum a hug from me. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.